0: If you're a go-getter, you're a mom, you're head of household, you work in constantly, you're a hard worker by nature, resting does not come naturally to you. It didn't come naturally to me. I still struggle a bit with it, but I've learned to give myself an opportunity to rest, not sleep, to rest. We are humans overworked and overwhelmed on different levels, not just physically, But emotionally, spiritually, mentally, you know, all the above. And if we want to be stronger tomorrow, we want for there to be a tomorrow, we need to build our immune systems and we need to let our bodies rest and recharge so we can continue to work hard. Now, that lesson didn't come easy to me, but resting is not punishment, resting is a necessity, resting is not luxury, resting is a requirement. Trust. I am your host, Lily Jeanette. Once upon a time, this podcast was called Wind Down with Lil. But what we got out of this podcast were true lessons. Some days we talk about relationships. Other days we talk about trauma recovery. Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we get checked. Ultimately, we share stories about the true lessons that we learn throughout our lives. I hope today's episode teaches you something. Are you ready for that light bulb moment? I hope so. Because True Lessons begins now. Today, we are joined by Rashida Cartwright. Thank you so much for being on True Lessons, a podcast for healing and growing and learning, hence the name True Lessons. So, Rashida, tell the people who you are and what you do. Well, first off, Lily,
1: thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Um, so, I am a licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor, certified clinical supervisor, certified mental health screener. I am an entrepreneur, mother of three, advocate, speaker you name it. I'm probably doing it. <laughs> so, that's,
0: that's how we met. that's, yeah, how, that's how we, we met. met.
1: We met at the, the Women's Expo, which was great. And I loved your energy. And I'm so <laughs> glad that we were able to connect.
0: Yes. like It's it's no coincidence. In the beginning, we always think, wow, what a coincidence. But it's when you really understand. It's never a coincidence. People meet because they have to. And it's so funny. We were back-to-back. Yes. We are back-to-back, but it was like, it was, I remember the first interaction was like, I'm sorry, I'm hanging this over. It's going to be like a pin. <laughs> but... It was like a, a instant kind of draw, you know, and I think um, so much of what you said is is what I am as well. I'm an advocate, I'm a mom. There's just so much that you know connects people. So yes. I'm so glad that we were able to connect then, and that you're here today because I'm so excited. What really drew me, um, aside from your energy, was exactly what you do. So yes. what were you promoting that day? What, well, what were you selling? No, I, was, what we're here?
1: <laughs> I was selling um, my Lost and Found journal, which is a 90-day guided journal, uh, basically helping women to become their best authentic self. So there's prompts about, you know, what would my best life look like? you know, where am I at now? What am I happy with in my life? What's holding me back? You know, there's a lot of times that we have passions that we just don't, you know, follow through with because we, yeah. there's like beliefs that, you know what, I can't do it. Maybe society said, you know, you know, you know, you're a woman and you can't do it and family systems and things of that sort so i created products you know that take five minutes right so what you would do with the journal is you know i would say like if you can wake up and journal that's great to start your day or whatever time you want and you just take five minutes to just answer the prompts and as you go through the 90 days by the end hopefully you would would have learned a lot about yourself you know and in order to just basically live a more healthier you know increase your o- overall well-being and just more meaningful life, fuller life.
0: Yes. I love that you said just five minutes because we are all investing our time into something, right? So mm-hmm. we're consumed by entertainment, by life schedules, work, but how much are we really investing in ourselves is important.
1: Right. I, you know, a lot of times, you know, when I, for myself, you know, I, you know when someone says, you know, you know, when do you have time for you? That's like the classic question. When do you have time for you? And I'm like, I used to say, I don't, I don't have time. Mm-hmm. I don't have a few minutes. I don't have this. I don't have that, you know, and that is a common theme because like, again, with society and the pressures and everything is fast, fast, fast. Get yeah. it done now, you know, the pressures are just very thick, right? you know, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I then, you know, for me, I got to a point, you know, for, you know, get a little more into my story. You know, I got to a point where my body like said, stop. <laughs> like, you know, like, I, you know, the body was just like, you can't do anymore. You know, and I know before we went on, we were talking about, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like a day off, you know, and I normally don't take days off. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I remember being in the hospital, you know, on an IV drip because I was dehydrated,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and I again, it just didn't, I just didn't realize that that's what was happening. Because again, I was so used to just, you know, being a mom, being a wife, you know, having all these jobs, you know, taking, you know, providing space for other people that I was failing to see that I was doing nothing for me. Right. Nothing. Yeah. You know, and so I just made it, you know, my, my goal to say, you know what, like, what can I do? Right. Now we're, unfortunately, is too much, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, so let let me make, you know, it small enough, realistic enough, you know, so that I would be able to say, yeah, I can complete this. And so I said, you know what, each day would take five minutes, right? So Mm. five minutes could be just breathing, right? You know, focus, focus, breathing. Five minutes could be, again, journaling. Five minutes could be getting on a phone call with someone you haven't talked to in a while, right? And so as I kept doing the five minutes, I realized, oh, you know what? Now I can do 10, you know? And so my life improved greatly from that. Well, I love that
0: you said that. You were very realistic, right? Because a lot of people are like, Wake up earlier and do, you know, all these routines and stuff. Yeah, that's when you have other people doing stuff for you. Like, it's right. really richy, rich people who are like, yeah, I get up in the morning. Yeah, but they're probably cooking for you. They're mm-hmm. taking your kids to school for you, whatever, right? But realistically, if you do start with five minutes, it can extend to 15, 20, because that's what we do on TikTok. We get on TikTok Mm for a minute, and by the time you know it, 20 minutes later, you're like, oh shoot, I was just doing laundry, or my (laughs) ex were (laughs) boiling. It would be so random. But it is important to invest in ourselves, and I think that really does lead to um, those health issues that you were talking about. I think when we think in our minds we can do so much, our body will remind us to slow, down
1: absolutely absolutely because you know what was happening was you know i wasn't sleeping good Mm -hmm. you know i didn't even know if i ate during the day because i was running so much you know i had to really really think about that like did i eat or did i not eat you know um started losing weight you know but again these i did not recognize as signs because i was so focused on getting the jobs done
0: that part right it's like if you don't do it then you don't feel good, because it's going to be all this pressure coming from others, but also that self-applied pressure that if you didn't do it, then you don't belong, or you're not worthy of that position. Right. Or, you know, it's like we're always constantly, especially as women, trying to prove that we can do it all. We're mothers, and we're yes. full-time workers, or entrepreneurs, and if we don't do everything right, then oh, we're failures. And unfortunately, that's something that we learned, and so we continue to do Absolutely. things that way. But also... We're not sleeping well. Um, It's something a lot of people are struggling with. I myself for a couple of weeks was like, what's happening? And I started to just meditate before bed and I've been sleeping better because of that. Okay. And I'm like, what is it? And I did go through a really different life transition. So I am not working as an educator at all anymore. I transitioned from being a public school teacher and then to adjunct professor only because I would do both. And I was like, all right, no, now I'm just going to fully work from home. And that alone was so different for me because I always, especially around the holidays, did so many activities with my students. Mm -hmm. Um, It was like heavy holiday spirit everywhere. And there was a different kind of excitement versus just being home with my children. And at the time my daughter was um, recovering from a concussion. She still Mm is, but it just happened. Mm -hmm. So it was very overwhelming. And I'm like, what's going on? And I was like, wait, I'm not putting me first. That's what it is. And So I'm serving from an empty vessel. And how can I do that? How can I really be here for my daughter, for my husband, for my children, for my home, for anybody, especially around holidays, if I'm overworked, especially mentally? Sometimes you could be in bed all day. and right. But why are you so tired? You've been in bed all day. Because mentally, I was overworked all day, overthinking.
1: Yeah. And people don't realize that they're, you know, we exert just not... Our physical, but also our mental, right? You know, and, you know, again, when I talk about that space that we provide for people we love, right? You know, a family member calls you and wants to talk about what's going on with them. A friend calls you and wants to talk about what's going on with them. You're in a job that your employees want to talk about what's going on, right? And then, but when is it time for you to kind of just have an outlet to be, talk about what's going on?
0: Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, I remember when I first started teaching, I would take days off to catch up with grading. And then mm-hmm. towards the end of my career, I was like, um, I'm going to take off to rest. I'm not taking off to work. I'm already working all these hours. I'm already doing this. And I'm like, I'm taking off to just be. And I remember I'm going to get up, make breakfast, mm-hmm. take them to school or see them off to school. And I'm like, and I'm going right back to bed. I'm going to read. I'm going to do the things that I wish I was doing if I were at work. Why would I take off to continue working? But it was a hard transition. It wasn't easy to yeah. show that that voice inside of our heads that tell us keep going, because if you yes. keep going, everything's gonna fall apart. Right. But right. it's a lie. One day won't kill you. Five minutes won't kill you. Right. And you
1: know, I'm just thinking about that, you know, you know, and we kind of discussed, you know, oh, I took a day off today, right? You know, and I'm working. but you know, I think about, you know, um. You know, just with regards to the the taking five minutes, you know, when people talk about, like, work and taking a vacation, you wow. know, they look at it as, when I get back, I'm going to have so much more to do, right? Because mm-hmm. the clock doesn't stop ticking because you decided to take a day or a week or two weeks off, right? So there's that pressure and anxiety that goes with being away, you know, for that time period, you know? So it is reprioritizing what is important to us, right? Like really taking a look at, you know, of course we want to pay our bills, right? You know, we want to make sure we have a place to live. Our kids, you know, are happy and things of that sort. But like you said, again, if you are not, you know, your battery is not at capacity, you know, it's not going to, you you know, you're going to get to that empty mode really quick, you know, and we want to show up you know, as moms, you know, as, you know, as good enough as we can, because I don't believe that they're the perfect mom, you know, like out there. We're just, we're working to be good enough and we're, you know, parenting good enough.
0: Yeah, and I think there's something that we forget to do and that's rest in general. There's power in resting, but for some reason we were taught that that's laziness. Yes. Yes. That's such a misconception. Yes.
1: So, you know, in my family growing up, you know, it was a sign of weakness. If you didn't get a job by this age, you know, if you weren't. And again, it was like the the culture was like you should have more than one job, you know. So Mm -hmm. I I fit the culture because like right now I'm like three jobs, in. Mm -hmm. you know, and there's no time for rest. And I used to hear people say you'll you you rest when you die. Right. Uh Yeah. You'll rest when you die. Mm -hmm. And it's just like these Thing, these these belief systems that are drilled in us, typically at a young age, tend to carry on yeah. throughout our life until we begin to realize or challenge that, that no, that is not my story. That will not be my narrative, right? Like it is okay to rest, you know, because you know what? The body has to rejuvenate itself, but you know, yeah. we have to rejuvenate ourselves. We have to sleep to rejuvenate the cells in our, our, our brains, right? You know, so it it is unfortunate and it's you know, luckily there's podcasts, you know, tr- like true lessons to talk about those, you know, core beliefs that we carry and how they definitely can have a negative impact on our life.
0: Yes. I, I think it's so hard to transition, but it's needed and it's a conversation that needs to be to have because I know people like my husband mm-hmm. who doesn't know how to rest um and i'm constantly telling him and even he's a truck driver so when he is home it's hard for him to shut down it's so hard and he'll find something to do and i'm like okay you're giving me anxiety my guy wow <laughs> and i have to really plan something that is like no we're gonna watch a movie now so sit and like because it's I want it to last a long time, you know, so I want you to live a quality life when you get older, when you stop driving, I don't want you to feel like you're not worthy. I don't want you to feel like you're not doing anything. You're not protecting, you're not providing. There's so many ways to provide for our family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like his idea of rest is just sleep. And so he's also experiencing hard time sleeping. And I'm like, that's because you don't rest. Rest right. is different than sleep. Rest mm-hmm. is also for your mind and your body. Sleep is crucial to survival. Right. But do you want to always be in survival mode, or do you want to actually live your life and not just survive it daily? Yeah. So it's important, you know. And I I just learned that, but it's it's kind of hard, you know, to tell someone who's used to being on the go. Mm-hmm. Relax because that's actually offensive. It's like, oh yeah, great. I didn't know I had to relax. Of
1: course, when you think about it, like he's had years of practice at not relaxing, right? Like you know, and you know, you know, so just like a habit, you know, we've you know, we nurture a habit. We continue to do that same thing over and over again. Is the same thing with rest, right? You know, right. having to condition yourself to, to be able to get in that mindfulness, which is like a big thing now, right? The mindfulness. Yes. Of being in that exact moment, whether and feeling what's happening to you and seeing what's happening to you, and if eat, you're eating something, tasting it, right? Because yeah. it we're so either so focused on the past, which then results in like probably for me a depressed state, or we're so focused on the future, and then for me anxiety moves, Right. So the only safe place is that resting place.
0: Yes. Now. Yes. So what would you advise someone who is struggling, who knows this, Mm -hmm. who knows they have to rest and probably chooses not to like, what would you say to that person, to that woman or man, parents, or even team who doesn't feel good enough in that moment? What would you suggest as a good starting point for them to learn that rest is not just important, but that they need to take that step to do that?
1: So one thing in, you know, therapy, you know, one technique that I utilize is motivational interviewing, right? And so it basically is all about the stages of change, right? There's some people who are not even thinking there's an issue, right? There are people who are like contemplating like, eh, maybe you got a point. Then you got people who are preparing to like make the change and then are in action. And then there's a few other steps after that, right? And so I'm going to meet that person where they're at. So if I'm talking to a person who's like, there's no problem. Okay. I may try to create, you know, some, you know, let's, let's talk about, like the pros and cons of like, what's happening to you. So if someone is saying like, yeah, you know, like I, you know, I'm no, no time for rest. I can't rest. Okay. So how often are you able to spend time with your kids? It, you know, you feel that that is quality of time. Have you ever had your kids come to you and say, mom, dad, you're always at work. Right. You know, or, you know, Asking them, you know, what do you want life to be like? Do you want this for yourself, for the future? Would you want your kids Mm. to be like this, right? So you just kind of start like asking questions again, not trying to tell them that you need to go do this, right? Because again, they've had years of practice, but get them start thinking and contemplating like maybe, you know what, maybe she got a point, right? Maybe I need to take a look at this more.
0: I love that because it's giving people grace and a space to just understand the concept mm-hmm. of rest rather than pushing it on someone and it doesn't feel forced. So one thing I'm big on is living by example. Mm-hmm. And whenever I feel the pressure is coming my way, and I'm like, wait, not right now. So I think knowing how to set the boundaries and saying no to yes. certain things is crucial to knowing when and how to rest. Because there's days where I'm like, wait, let me listen to my body. I love cooking. I love cooking. And, and I know I can cook my butt off. But mm-hmm. there's days where I'm like, I don't feel it inside of me to put a whole meal together. Right. And yesterday was one of those days I had all day to cook if I wanted. And I was like, I don't feel it. I need to instead invest this time in something else. And I did that and it felt good. I felt like I needed to sit down and do that. And I was able, because I had such a like rushed evening and I was like, no, I'm not gonna do that to myself. But for me to not feel guilty, I had to do a lot of work because sometimes when we rest, we feel guilty because again, you know, you're being lazy and you've been taught that if you rest then then what about everything else? Everything falls apart. And that's not true, but it's a lot of work to get there.
1: Yeah. And again, like it's challenging that false thought, right. Because that's been ingrained in us, you know, you know, like, well, you're not getting anything done if you're just sitting there. Right. Yeah. You know? And so it takes, again, hard work to say, you know what, these are the reasons why I need rest. Yes. These are the reasons why and I do not want these, Consequences to happen, like my if I have high blood pressure, it's elevate, you know, um, you know, just just other health complications that can come from that, mm-hmm. you know, stroke, heart attack and things of that sort. Yeah, you know. So I loved how you said to boundaries, right? Setting boundaries, and I think it's a challenge for so many of us. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have individuals that are people pleasers and want to, you know, make <laughs> them look happy and, and don't want to to rock the boat, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and so people don't realize that when you allow people to cross those boundaries like let's say you know my friends like, oh you know i want to go out tonight and i had a hard day at work right like it was long i can feel it i'm tired so i'm to get into bed you know and if i go and say like oh okay yeah i'll i'll go right you know who does that serve right it's not serving me Right. And so I talk to people about working on, you know, communication, communicating your needs. And it is OK. Right. Because we can't control how someone else is going to feel. Right? right. You know, the only person we can control is our is ourselves. Right. So, right. you know, basically, no is a complete sentence. Right. You know, and revisiting, looking at those who cross the so continuously crosses boundaries, you may want to revisit that relationship.
0: Oh, yes, 100%. And I love that you said no was a complete sentence. Mm -hmm. I had to check myself. So I was always a yes girl for everything. Mm I was a huge people pleaser. And when I started saying no, at first I felt guilty. Because I'm like, oh, what are they going to think? And then I realized they really didn't care about me. They didn't even care about the reason they just wanted things to get done. And they thought I'm the only one who could get it done, which one total lie mm-hmm. <laughs> and two, I didn't really feel it was coming from my heart. I felt like it was, I was operating from a trauma response. It wasn't just because I'm a nice person or whatever, right. which I believe I am, but <laughs> I was like, I'm operating from a yes girl because I want to be loved and accepted by everyone. Not yeah. because I truly loved myself at the time. And I was always saying, yes, I'm committing and over committing myself to everything. Mm -hmm. And when I set the boundary to like, yeah, no, I can't make it to whatever, I would always put because blah, blah, blah. Sometimes you lie and sometimes you exaggerate. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you'll, you know, feel so bad and you're apologizing and now I'm like, no, I can't make it, period. No, Mm -hmm. I can't make it. And there's no explanation behind it. I don't feel bad about it because that's me setting my own boundary. Like I don't need to explain myself. And I'm busy. I'm busy doesn't mean I'm out somewhere else. I'm busy. Mm -hmm. I need to recharge and I need to be still. And that's me taking ownership of my moment. But if I fill my moments up with everyone else, then of course I'm going to feel like there's no room for me because I'm overwhelmed. I Mm overbooked myself.
1: Right. And I think what happens too, you know, again, when we don't, you know, take time for ourselves and we're here, there, everywhere, not setting boundaries is we become resentful. Yes, you know, yes. I can say, you know, like when my husband would be able to tell you, you know, that, you know, I'd be working, 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 and I'd come home and one thing would be out of place and I'm losing my mind, yes. you know, losing it, <laughs> you know. And, you know, and again, you'll be in a more increased reactive state, you know, when you're burning out, you know. And yes. so it took a very long time for me to just kind of, be like, okay, let me like, and I'm working on it. I'm just a work in progress. I'm not 100. My husband will say, "You're not 100," you know. But like, I try to just, okay, let me just pause. Yes. Just get settled. I don't need to just come in and do work and tell everybody that you need to pick up your toys. You need to move this here. Just go. Take your clothes off. Take a shower. And maybe I'll feel better.
0: Yes, yeah, the reset. Yes,
1: yeah, five minutes, five minutes.
0: There you go. And <laughs> It doesn't have to be journaling. It, it could be anything. It could be that shower. Yes. For me, When I first started podcasting, I was completely overwhelmed because I was working from home only. I was teaching from home and I was also um, for the public school system and for the college. So I was all day on the computer, all day in the office. And then I had to record and edit and mm-hmm. do everything to a point where I would play the episodes for my husband, because I was like, it doesn't make sense. And he would be like, wait, there's something off here. And I'd be like, you know what? Forget it. Let me go shower and come back. And i come back like a new person for mm. an entire episode. And he listens to it and say, how'd you do that? <laughs> like, <I reset. laughs> It was the reset mode button. <laughs> yes. Without the reset, we will be impatient and then we'll be frustrated, angry. And then who's going to enjoy our company? Exactly <laughs> right exactly
1: you know and and again it is important you know to you know and just thinking about like the warning signs right like you know because a lot of times again I did not know I was burnt out like mm-hmm. I didn't know I was at that e e and e right mm-hmm. so you know looking at again am I more reactive am I like yelling at everybody or yelling over things that really don't make sense to be yelling at right yeah. you know am I just like saying to myself, not another thing. I can't manage another thing. Like mm. I just can't, I just can't, I just can't, right? Because that was me. Right. You know, uh if you're, you know, just you know, I call it like social fatigue, right? Like mm. you bother with people. Like I don't want to text the text is just too the phone is too heavy for me to text. You know, I don't want to go out. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do X, Y, and Z, right? Yeah.
0: You
1: know? And and so, you know, those are things that you need to really take a look at when you're i would say like do an inventory of yourself right and again five minutes right five minutes second check in at the end of the week hey how am i feeling right you know what went on during the week what could i change the next time oh i noticed i was a little more irritable on tuesday uh maybe because i didn't get enough sleep on monday right Mm -hmm. you know so just Five minutes, check in, see if, hey, if there's any like red flags, or warning signs that I may be going down this path, you know, this little
0: tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Well, I love that, Rashida. And I love you drop so many gems. <laughs> You you spoke from the heart and told us about your experience and I would love to connect again, but where Absolutely. can the listeners connect with you and where can they get your journal?
1: Yes. Yes. So um, they can get my journal. And again, I have a notebook coming out. Note to self. Uh, the pre doors open on February 7th. You can go to nice. taking five minutes.com and the five is spelled out. Okay. And you can find me on IG and Facebook at taking five minutes again, spelled out you know, and I look forward to, you know, again, collaborating, Lily, like, this is amazing. This is great. Like, I love your energy. You know, I love your authenticity. I've listened to some of your podcasts, which were very um, personal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, authentic, real, like what, what people can connect to. And so I just
0: think I that. through lessons. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. I don't know. I don't know how not to be me anymore once I started living for me and I don't have everything figured out. I just know that I'm just trying to figure myself out every day so I can be a better version of me and that the right people can be, I can surround myself with the right people, right? Because if I'm authentic, then I'll surround myself with people like you. I'm
1: absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And that's what we need to do, right? Look at your, this another podcast, look at your circle, right? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, I like that. You want to elevate, look at your circle. Yes,
0: 100%. 100%. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today. I'm sure that the listeners are going to want to connect with you. And I look forward to getting my journal and the listeners about how that impacts my day as well.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Again, thank you, everybody. Again, taking5minutes.com and taking5minutes. Love you all. Thank you, Lily.
0: Thank you, Rashida. Five minutes. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Empowered Majesty Team, where life coaches guide, help restore, help heal, help motivate others to be their highest self. The world needs healing. So why not empower others through life coaching? Everyone is here to serve their highest purpose and is majestical in their own unique way. Let Empowered Majesty Team help you. It takes a village to raise a child, but it also takes a village to help people along their journeys. As life coaches, we are here to ensure we support the world's healing journey. To book our services or for a free discovery call, visit EmpoweredMajestyTeam.com. Again, that is EmpoweredMajestyTeam.com. Let's heal together. True Lessons would not be in its fifth season without your support. Please rate the podcast and review and continue to share what True Lessons has done for you. Until next time, mi gente. Cheers.